Yeah, this is James Montgomery. This is primarily Pro Football Talk. Thanks for joining us today, wherever you're at, however you may be joining us. Uh, I'm with Paul Rosales. He's a big Colts fan. And this year, I kind of jumped on the Colts bandwagon about midseason when I realized that their defense is really good and Phillip Rivers is competent. He currently is at a 68% pass completion percentage, which is which is solid. And then he's throwing 23 touchdowns, 10 picks. He's only been sacked 13 times. And he has a 98 passer rating. Five of which was last week. <laughs> oh, five of them were last week? Oh. Literally, he got sacked like five or six times last week. Oh, holy cow. I didn't, I did not realize that. Um, All right. So hold on. I'm going to just, I'm going yeah. to just throw it right out the window for the, for the first problem of last week's game. Okay. All right. So the Colts have one of the best offensive lines in NFL, right? Yeah. So last week they were missing their starting left tackle and starting right tackle. So as a quarterback, what does that make you think? Well, I should probably get the ball out of my hands a little bit quicker this week. <laughs> no. No, it didn't go through Phil Rivers' thought process at all. <laughs> yeah. It last week was not a good week for Colts fans, and it essentially knocked them out of the playoffs, which today the situation is they either – I mean, they, they have to beat the Jaguars, which I don't think is – I'm pretty sure they're going to beat the Jaguars. I, I can't I can't see a Jaguars team, yeah, who's – doesn't – you know, all their guys are hurt. You know, I, I can't really see them winning that game. And then uh, the Titans are playing the Texans, and if the Titans lose and the Colts win, the Colts will win the division. And – Essentially, the Titans could be out of the playoffs because of that. Because the Baltimore Ravens are currently, I think, sitting at the sixth seed, and they play the the Bengals. And I think they're going to win that game. And they have to win that game to stay in. And then the Cleveland Browns are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, but the Pittsburgh Steelers are benching Roethlisberger to rest him. And then the the Buffalo Bills are playing the Miami Dolphins, and they're and it looks like I mean Sean McDermott hasn't made a clear dictation on who's playing or if they're playing or not, but he has made a point to not to not say anything. So the assumption is probably maybe they play a half, right? They might not play a full game, but they'll play like a half. And so there's a good chance Miami wins that game. So it's looking a little bleak. It's looking a little bleak, but my yeah, like, like we were talking a second ago, I think the most realistic thing that could happen is the Texans upsetting the Titans. Because the Titans defense is is awful. They are they're not good. They are um they, they can't generate a pass rush. Their best part of their defense is their defensive backs. And really, it's really just Malcolm Butler. I think everybody else is pretty average. Playing, playing wise, um, I mean, how, how do you feel like that that game could go with the Texans and the Titans? 
Texans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they're saying that's our best chance. Yeah. But I mean, I, and I do, I think it is, I think it is our best chance because it's just like, just Jason Watson, I mean, he's just that unique and that good. Um, you know, I know their receiving core is extremely depleted. They're just, what was it, two weeks ago they were playing the Colts and they had cut Kenny Stills on like Tuesday, and then like on Wednesday, they had a guy um, like Terrence ACL who was done for the year. So Sunday's game comes around, and they had two active receivers for that game. It was Brandon Cooks and QT, and Brandon Cooks got a concussion at halftime. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. And the Colts still almost lost that game. Yeah, the Colts. The Colts played the Texans close twice, man. The Texans played them tough twice. The, the Texans should have won. Texans should have won. They should have won twice. <laughs> they, they, same thing happened in both games. Oh, oh my goodness! Look at this update I just got. Indy, among multiple teams, expected to have an interest in trading for Carson Wentz. Oh, that would be uh, that would be interesting for the Colts to get Carson Wentz. That would be very interesting. How do you how do you feel about him? You know, when he tore his ACL a few years ago, I was I was on the bus where he was. I mean, he was good, man. He was making throws. He was making plays that I've never. I mean, it was really incredible to see that Super Bowl year they had, and then he he's come back and it's just been so just. I mean, I just can't believe my eyes sometimes and what I'm watching, the throws he makes, the decisions he's making. I mean, I know it, this year was it was really tough for him because they had they had so many entries on offense this year. That he didn't have Alshon Jeffrey all year. I mean, they, he was going to – what's his name? Uh, Ward, J.J. Ward, I think, it, or Justin Ward. I mean, they had they had nobody. So I think I think it's interesting for Indy. Uh, they might not make that move just because of the contract that he has. And I know our yeah. our GM doesn't really like <clears throat> doing those big money moves like that. But yeah, I mean, very that's very interesting. Yeah, he would make he would make them a lot better in my opinion cuz uh I think with the protection that he would get, I mean obviously you can see Philip Rivers just is like last year he looked like he was done with the Chargers and this year he looks competent. Like he looks like he can like and I pulled up some stats of like an equivalent situation, right? So the Baltimore Ravens had Joe Flacco in 2012. I mean, the Super Bowl was played in 2013, right? But the season was 2012. Joe Flacco would is a comparable quarterback to Phillip Rivers at the time. You know, they weren't. They're not like a big time quarter. You know, you know, they're not the they're not the guy that's going to win the game for you all the time. I, I know Joe Flacco ended up being the Super Bowl right. MVP, 
But his his numbers that year were 22 touchdowns, 10 picks, a 59% pass completion, and an 87% passer rating. So he was much worse than Phillip Rivers is. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, so... If if the Colts can get in, man, I think they're scary. I hope that they find a way to get in. I hope somebody loses today. I ha- now I have a, I have a hunch that the Steelers. Uh, I watched a James Harrison interview this week, uh, like a current one, and basically James Harrison was like, "Yeah, I don't. Uh, the Steelers don't go into a Cleveland Browns game and expect to lose." No, yeah, that's for sure. I think the other thing is that that, that I think that's probably the second best chance of the Colts getting in because the the Browns they had a lot of COVID issues. What didn't they miss their whole entire receiving core last week because of it? Yeah, yeah, and they got a couple guys out this week too. Yeah, yeah. So I think that might be that might be a little bit of a challenge for them as well. But yeah, that going back to Joe Flacco. Uh, I was I was literally talking to someone about this the other day about how you know I think I honestly really do believe the Colts have the best team, a team in yeah. the NFL. Like if you go top to bottom roster from each position, yeah, I mean they have the best team in the NFL. And then you go to the quarterback, and you bring them down. Yeah, because <laughs> you know look at the Steelers game. Which quarterback would you rather have? Ben Roethlisberger or Philip Rivers, but so when you go to the Raven, like Philip or um, not Philip Rivers, Joe Flacco, or back at two thousand Trent Dilford, if you can get that team, that really good stack team in in the dance, yeah, like you said, it it, it could be trouble. It could be trouble. Yeah, and and. I, I my favorite coach in the NFL is Sean McDermott, and I could see them getting matched up against the Bills and beating them. So I hope they get I hope they draw like a six seed and play the Steelers and then beat them. <laughs> you know? Cause uh I, I I I will I would like to see the Bills win a playoff game at least one this year and not get upset. But I mean I could see Baltimore playing them too and get and upsetting them. Or yeah, they're, they're, no. they're going to be a tough, a tough first round matchup for any for any home team that gets them. Yeah, the AFC stacked, man. It's it's loaded. Even even the Browns are good. Like even if, you know if the Browns probably get in, I, they're good. Miami's good. Everybody's good. You know, it's just. Well, well, listen to this. This is how good the AFC is. That the NFL added a playoff spot. And a potential eleven and five team in the AFC is still not going to make play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. No, that I mean, is that's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, and they added a team for sure because there there was an eleven and have a six and ten Washington football team or Giants that could get in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? There was an eleven and five team back in. Tw- 2008 the the patriots but there was only six playoff teams then so they would have been the seventh team and i think they actually went 10 and 6 that year and that was the year tom brady towards acl yeah the last time the patriots did not make the playoffs yeah and okay so the key inactives for the browns are the safety tedrick thompson the center nick harris 
guard Blake Hance, tackle Kendall Lamb, wide receiver Alexander Hollins, and defensive end Joe Jackson. So they got a significant – yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so who are your playoff teams right now? If If you had to make a guess what's going to happen today – who do you got in the AFC? So we got one. We got Kansas City, twos, Buffalo right now, threes, Pittsburgh, four. Is it going to be the Titans or the or the Colts? Oh, man. You know, it's funny because there's a part of me that doesn't want them to make it just so we can get a higher draft <laughs> and hopefully draft the quarterback. Uh, but then – it's you know it's tough because I say that and then I want the higher draft pick but you know if we get like a mid round draft pick we're not going to get a quarterback with that so yeah you know at that point might as well make the playoffs you know never know what could happen yeah um, yeah I don't know I, I think it's definitely it's going to be tough for the Colts today I mean it's it's never fun when you can't control your own destiny and you gotta, you gotta hope for help. Um, but you know, the fact that, you know, one team out of four has to lose is, you know, that's pretty, that's a pretty decent, you know, kitty there. Yeah. Um, and, and the NFL, the NFL is always every Sunday, you never know what's going to happen. So, you know, a millionaire, a millionaire wakes up and he's on a bad football team, right? And you think of him, oh, that team's bad, like the Bengals. Oh, that team's bad. Well, when a millionaire wakes up and remembers that he's a millionaire, he might not play so bad, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, and the Bengals won two straight games. They beat the Steelers two weeks ago and they beat the, was it the Browns last week. <laughs> yeah. I think you really don't know that uh, the Jets win their first game against the Rams. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Division winner in the NFC West. Yeah, they yeah. So the the Bengals beat yeah. the Texans and the Steelers the last two weeks. Oh, the Texans. Yeah, they beat the. But you know it's what? A, it's a backup quarterback. I definitely give them a fighter's chance against the Baltimore. I don't think they're going to win that one, but I give them a I give them a chance, and then the Miami one's going to be interesting because I'm just not sure what uh, McDermott's going to do. Uh, but I, I am, I am thinking that because Tua is playing, I think their offense could be pretty inept, no matter who's, who's on the defensive side that, that could, the, the, the bills might win a close one just because if they play their starters in the first half, they might have a, uh, enough of a cushion. They might just be able to hold a lead, but, right. But I, I mean, uh, obviously, if the uh, Dolphins do get into the playoffs, who do you think is the better option there, Tua or, or Fitzpatrick? Oh, dude, Fitzpatrick. I mean, it's Fitzpatrick. Back to back games where they made a switch at halftime. Yeah, no, I, I think Fitzpatrick's a better option for sure. I don't even think it's, I don't even think it's close. I think you got to stick with Fitzpatrick, and because he, your offense is just so much more explosive. And you score more points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Tuas just seems a little bit too tentative still. Yeah. He, Fitz just, just lets that puppy rip. 
Well, and, and with Tua, dude, I, I I don't know, I don't know if you've watched him a lot, but there's nothing that kind of stands out with him. Do you? I mean, I mean, is there anything that stands out? Uh, he's left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I think that makes a really big difference because um, there's a difference. There's a legit difference between a left-handed and a right-handed quarterback. The ball comes out different. There's a different spiral on it. And, like, you for real have to, like, flip your whole entire offense around because instead of being able to roll right normally, it's the opposite. He, he rolls left. Oh, Because right. yeah. I'm left-handed. So I know this struggle. It's yeah. Wow. Reversed. And instead of his blind side being the left tackle, it's the right tackle now. Wow. Like, so yeah. the whole offense has to flip around just because he's a left-handed quarterback. I mean, I do think, um, you know, he, he does have he, – he throws a really, really well ball. I mean, it's super tight. You can tell it, you know, it has some zip on it. I think he just needs to get a little bit more comfortable. They don't have the, the greatest playmakers out there in Miami. Um, so I think if he gets a little bit, you know, more comfortable, I, I do think – you know, he is special. I think Miami does, you know, have something <clears throat> on their hands. And Brian Flores is a phenomenal head coach. Phenomenal head coach. Yeah. Do you think he wins Coach of the Year? Um, he might. I think Tomlin was probably in the lead and they're undefeated. But you know, it, I think I kind of went down the drain. Can't really give it to Andy Reid because you know. Yeah, Pat Mahomes. Um, Probably Stefanski. You know, Stefanski. Stefanski. I think um, the Bills head coach, um, you said uh, McDermott. Yeah. He definitely could be up there as well. I think the Bills, I think he might get it just because they won the division for the first time in 25 years. That's why I think yeah. I think yeah. he gets and, it. And the two seed. I mean, they did. They had a really good year this year. I mean, their defense is legit. Josh Allen looks <laughs> incredible. Yeah, talk about a guy who went from basically looking like a bust to to being like top five quarterback. Easy. He might he might be a top. I mean, I mean, who do you put above him? You put Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson above him, and that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, right off the top of the head. Yeah, especially this year with the performances. I mean, because he, he still has that dual threat ability. You know, yeah. He's a freaking tank out there. Yeah, dude, yeah, he can run. He's like Cam Newton. He, he's a he lot like – Yeah, he's a lot like Cam Newton, just way better at throwing. Yeah. And, and he has a legit, like, cannon. I remember, I remember two years ago when – he was doing the draft combine, and he was for real throwing balls from the 10-yard line to the other 10-yard line. <laughs> quarterbacks don't do that. Like, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that that's insane. I didn't know I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. He's uh, – Yeah, I have to send you a video of it because it, it's for real. Like, he releases the ball, and it's in the air, traveling the whole way in the air. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> But um, yeah. Who do you think? Who do you think comes out of the AFC? 
Oh man, if I was a betting man, I'd probably have to put my money on the Titans because <clears throat> you know as as hard as the Texans will play. Uh, I mean, they don't have a very good defense either. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Derrick Henry, honestly, I got a I got a feeling Derrick Henry has an outside chance again at two thousand yards today. I think he's yeah. at. Uh, 1,780. Uh-huh. So if he, he gets 200 on the ground today. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, do, do you think... I, think, um, I, think I mean, what? Do you think uh, J.J. Watt's speech... Do you think J.J. Watt's speech got a, got a fire in him or, or no? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Like, I, okay, <laughs> it, it's funny because, like, I understand where he's coming from, and, like, that's definitely the type of person, like, he is, and, like, he's, you know, brings the lunch pail to work every day, but, like, I think he's got to understand that, you know, there's 50 guys in the NFL locker room, and, you know, they're not all like you, J.K. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of those guys are just there tech. Like, you know, a lot of them, like, they don't care that much. They really don't. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, yeah, it may have touched a few guys, but, I mean, if you don't have the whole, you know, ship on board by then, like, I, I don't really see a big point in it. In it. I think it's more that's more moving into Next season, like he wants to set the the vibe, you know, the feel in the locker room. I don't know. That's more of a, a personnel thing. Like like the fact that he has to go and and make that like you know speech in front of the media, that, that tells me it's more of a you know, they just don't have the right identity and just guys in the locker room. Like the complete opposite of what the Colts have. Like, if they have one guy, because they were talking about that um, in the Pittsburgh game, because um, Eberflus, their defensive coordinator, he's going to get a head coaching job this year, Matt Eberflus. And, you know, he's one of his big things on defense is just effort. You know, you can't coach effort. And they go through film each week, and they grade they grade the defensive players on who had, who had the highest effort from each grade. And it's, it doesn't matter – how many plays you were in there, it matters what you did in those plays. And, you know, that that trickles down. That has a trickle-down effect. Because if you're not given that effort, you're not going to be on the field. Yeah. And it's plain and simple. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a miracle like you with the Colts because I just think, yeah, I think they do have an identity. Their head coach is solid. Uh, Phillip Rivers is more competent than people would like to admit. Um, I know, I know you're, I know you're not high on him, but I do think, um, I do think he's good. I think he's good enough. Uh, here's, my, here's my thing. I honestly, I believe, and I've had, I've had people tell me I'm drunk and high, and I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I promise you, if we had Jacoby Brissett starting this year, I really think 
we would have done better. I really do. Because I pulled up the stats that he had last year compared to Philip Rivers from this year. And they're they're pretty similar. And the fact that I want to point out is the Indianapolis Colts team this year compared to last year is way better. This year's team is way better from last year's team. With the additions we made from DeForest Buckner, Jonathan Taylor, Matko Pittman. I mean, our team is way better from last year. And yeah. I really think if we had Jacoby Brissett starting from, you know, week one to now, we would have we would have beat Jacksonville the first week. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, I think we would have been in a better spot moving forward. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you because I do think that team is a lot better. And I think that, I think, yeah. you know, what it was for me is it, it was, it was kind of scary how close the stats really were. Um, Jacoby had like a hundred less throwing attempts, but he didn't play. He got hurt. He missed like three or four games last year. So yeah. that affected that. But I think with his, like the mobility factor, the just little bit of it, it just skyrocketed the whole offense. Yeah. <clears throat> they they did have a couple games, like the Baltimore game. It sticks out in my head when they only scored 10 points. Games like that. Yeah. We got destroyed in that game. Yeah. Yeah, for and sure. And the Texas or the Titans game where we got blown out. Stinker. Yeah. Well, th- that to me was a DeForest Buckner situation. Well, well, yeah, but uh, but I mean, still, you still like ten points of offense. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, I think I think DeForest Buckner's the second best defensive tackle in the league, for sure. All right, this is <laughs> how is DeForest Buckner not a Pro Bowler? Yeah, that's ridiculous. I, I I mean, I just... <laughs> What's even more disgusting is I looked at the players they voted in at defensive tackle for Polo War, all three of them. Not one of them is a defensive tackle. They're all ends? They're all the ends. Oh. They're all ends. <laughs> oh, my all gosh. Well, yeah, that's... that's uh... That's unfortunate for sure because I think he deserved a uh, Pro Bowl, all I, even an All Pro stamp. You know, like he should have been an All Pro. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be uh, All Pro as well. I think he'll get um, he'll get into the Pro Bowl as uh, like an alternative when one of the Super Bowl teams go and they have to you know send those replacements. So I think he'll get in, but yeah, I, I don't know how he was voted in. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, Darius Leonard two years ago, twenty one rookie of the year, defensive yeah. rookie of the year, most tackles as a linebacker, and, and isn't in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, he's the the NFC was even even worse with the Pro Bowl because they they uh, they had so many inside linebackers that were good in the NFC, uh, like like Devin White and Kwan Alexander didn't even make it which surprised the heck out of me, but it's like they had Bobby Wagner and Fred Warner in there, which are really good linebackers too. So it's like, it's like, yeah. 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 But uh, anyway, uh, the, just, yeah, go ahead. Finish. Just think you don't have Luke Keithley out there anymore either. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
who was always a for sure, you know, him and Bobby Wagner were always the two guys. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, uh, this was uh, Paul Rosales talking Colts, talking playoffs, uh, and this was primarily pro football talk.